Welcome to the Movie Complex Channel Podcast. Here, I review streaming TV shows and movies so that you don't have to. Your time is precious and you don't have time to waste it. So each week, I'll review a TV show or a movie and give you a bite-sized review. Now let's jump into the review. Episodes 7 and 8 finish off this action-packed, emotional, and suspenseful joyride known as My Name. In Episode 7, Gi-Hoo has all the evidence he needs to obtain an arrest warrant and book Choi Moo-jin, who I will affectionately start calling Uncle Choi. Ji-Woo didn't complete the job to assassinate her boss Gi-Ho, so he sends Taeju, who also didn't complete the job. Uncle Choi and Taeju fear that Jiwoo knows the truth about what he did, so he orders his men and Taeju to take her out. Here is where the roller coaster for this series starts. We go up and down from action to suspense all episode long. Jiwoo does things that appear against her intentions, but later we find out it was part of her plan all along. They end the episode on a cliffhanger when Jiwoo is caught by Pildo and put in an interrogation room. We end on him asking her what her real name is. Episode 8 gives us a lull with finally developing the relationship of Jiwoo and Pildo. I was honestly expecting this to blossom way sooner, but now it's better than never. We as an audience visibly watch Uncle Choi lose his mind from the guilt of killing his friend, Jiwoo's father, and the anticipation of his death at the hands of Jiwoo. He goes as far as to spring her out of jail so he can fight her to the death. That man is another level of crazy. In the end, everything is settled. The Dong Cheong gang collapses and Uncle Choi gets his just dessert. A plate of revenge served super cold. I'm going to rate this series now before I dive into some things that either didn't make sense or storylines I deem questionable. So. Overall, this series gets a solid 9.5 out of 10. Not 10 out of 10, only because of my nitpicky nature. First off, if a police officer is going undercover, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't allow the undercover agent to go home to his family every night. That's really stupid and very dangerous for the family members not involved in the investigation. He put his daughter at risk of harm and everyone around him by doing that. Choi mentions in the story that he followed Jiwoo's father home to find out why he's always sneaking away. He finds out about Jiwoo and becomes jealous of her. Second, there are a lot of unbelievable things that our heroine survives that I just can't look past. The fight between Jiwoo and Uncle Choi, for instance. He gets the upper hand in the fight and slices her up pretty bad. So bad that in reality, there is no way she could survive that. Not to mention that she was really badly beaten up before her fight with him even started. That is the main reason that I hate the ending of this show. The fact that Jiwoo and Uncle Choi didn't die together was a real loss. To have her walk away from that fight and be okay months later to visit graves is just silly and unrealistic and it made me a little bit upset. Third, they make Uncle Choi asexual. Asexual means like he has no love interest or intimate encounter with any woman or man in the show. It's kind of hinted at that he loved Jiwoo's father, which is why he was jealous of Jiwoo, but I can also argue that he loved Jiwoo as well, which is why he took her in, looked out for her, and wanted her to get out of the business and live a normal life. 
He confides in her and shows him a side of him that no one else gets to see, just like he did with her father. The writers couldn't really address the issue fully because... Cancel culture. Cancel culture would have killed this show. Think about it. An older man in his 30s falling in love with a woman at least 10 to 15 years younger than him wouldn't have set well with the audience. They would have accused Uncle Choi of grooming Jiwoo and accused him of taking advantage of her. Not giving Uncle Choi a love interest at all doesn't seem right either. It would have been good a good excuse to dismiss the love light claims about Jiwoo because he had a wife or a girlfriend already, but as a woman, what wife or girlfriend do you know would tolerate the presence of Jiwoo in their man's life? He constantly confides in her, rescues her, and calls her for information. It's like having a girlfriend without actually having a girlfriend. So, the lawyer for Uncle Choi packs her bags and leaves when she figures out that he wants Jiwoo to duel him to the death. Her last words are, the Dong Cheong organization is finished. In my head, I'm like, how, chick, how? How can a well-oiled machine break down into nothingness because of one man? He has several levels of his organization. He has lower level thugs fighting to get to the next level. You had Teju's level with chauffeurs and his most trusted men. And you had the lawyers and guards. There is no one in the organization that can take over? No one? I don't believe that. If the Dong Chiyong organization really is finished, which one of those competitors will be the dominant syndicate? So, Jiwoo tampered with and stole evidence, was a whole ass spy for a crime syndicate, and killed tons of people. She's just allowed to roam free around South Korea unchecked? No police officer is checking for her? How does she even live a normal life after being violent all those years? Also, what did Jiwoo learn as a character from this journey? She learned that she had to become a monster to kill a monster, but what else? She didn't grow as a character. Going on this journey didn't make her a better person or teach her that revenge is bad. This was just a fun journey not meant to teach anything, I suppose. Most revenge stories don't usually solve anything. She learned the truth about her father and learned what type of man Uncle Choi really was, but that's about it. Anyway, that's just my thoughts. Do you guys see anything I missed? Leave a comment on YouTube or send an email at complex4movies at gmail.com. Thanks for watching and see you next Monday. Thank you for listening to the Movie Complex Channel podcast. Don't forget to subscribe, download, and share episodes so that I know you enjoyed it. See you next week.